Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. So, Melissa, next week, I'm going to go on a little adventure. Yes. Uh-oh. I'm going to um, take all of the money that I, or some of the money, you know, that I uh, earned as a uh, business owner entrepreneur. Oh, wait, no. And okay. I'm going to drive myself to this tiny, small airport in Anoka. Uh-huh. I'm going to rent myself my little uh, Cessna plane and uh-huh. fly it to Kentucky. Kentucky. By myself. Okay. Yep. By myself. Um, for six hours. That's a six hour flight. And then once I get myself to Kentucky, I'm gonna go rock climbing. It's only a six hour flight? Huh. <laughs> that's the part you took from that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I wanted to talk about risk because yeah. um like I don't think I'm a risk taker or a... <laughs> okay <laughs> but then so when i explain you do realize people... this is a podcast about self-awareness i'm just i just felt the need to say that this is why it's so good because like there is a clear disconnect <laughs> yeah between yeah. what i think uh-huh and what my what other people what other people perceive think. and what uh-huh. other people think right because they're like so I'll okay. tell people like this little, you know, I was, you know, I mean, that is literally what I'm doing next week, but like, um, well, you're not taking just, all of your money. You added that for drama. No, some of my money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just been dramatic, but, uh, and so uh, the story wasn't already dramatic. <laughs> I, but these, act- so some of these, act- like the, all of these activities that I really like doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like other people perceive them as risky. Well, and yeah, they I are risky. Don't see them as risky whatsoever. How? Like can I don't. I be? just there's no inherent risk to me. In fact, I think it's more dangerous for me to drive to the airport than it is for me to fly that plane to Boy. Kentucky. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you talk to Amber about this? Yes. Uh huh. Well, luckily the pod is, you know, also creating like good relationship <laughs> yeah. opportunities for me to talk uh, about uh, things that, uh, you know, sometimes you just don't talk about. <laughs> uh-huh. So she was not in alignment with what risk meant to her versus what risk meant to you. Well, her reaction was the same as yours. She just like laughed at me when I said, I'm not a risky person. I'm not a risk taker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, not to but, be... T- Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no. What were you going to say? I can wait. Well, I was going to start dicing this apart a little bit so you can. Well, I just have some tactical questions. Okay, go ahead. So I feel like the longest you've ever flown is like to Brainerd. Well, wait, you went to Wisconsin once to a golf course. Yeah, like an hour and a half-ish. Oh, the Wisconsin one was an hour and a half? All right, so the Brainerd one's the longest one you've done, which is like two hours. Uh, it's probably an hour and a half. Everything. I think the longest I've been is an hour and a half. 
Okay. So my, my question is, why Kentucky? <laughs> why not Michigan? Or... Because well, that's where like some super good climbing is. That's, be, that's where my other low-risk activity is going to take place. I see. I Hanging see. off the side of a cliff. Got it. Okay. Just <laughs> trying to get your full picture here with you. I just, I'm with you. I'm in this process. I'm with you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so so um, when I think about risk, this is like, oh, and first, I, I just want to, I want to, actually, I wanted to say this first, so I'll just, I'll say it last. It's like some of this like stuff, like about like what I do, I just like really am kind of sensitive to it coming off as like sounding like I'm a daredevil or sounding like, oh. No. extra bravado right no. like do you meet you meet people that are like oh yeah i didn't take all this risk it's like a source of pride that they take risks or they yeah ju- do all yeah. of this crazy stuff yeah Big that's ego. not me yeah, yeah like i'm not coming at this conversation about risk because i just want to like brag about like i know you're this not. extreme crap i do right no actually it's almost but, on the reverse it's almost on the reverse which is why exactly i always start asking you these questions what? Have you thought this through completely? <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> I know. Just checking. <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> In a spreadsheet. <laughs> so I, there, there's some lessons. Though. This, this is why yeah. I want to talk about it. Because yeah. there's some yeah. lessons and there's some perspectives that I think are interesting. So Okay. Well, hang on. I think, before, yeah. before you go into that. I yeah. would like to say that risk isn't just a physical manifestation of how we think or feel, right? It isn't mm. just like what we do yeah. for physicality stuff. It also risk. And I've had, it's so funny because I had a coaching client yesterday. We were in a really big conversation about their personal, um, their personal comfort with risk mm-hmm. in making decisions and pushing mm. things. And, um, and it's the same, it was, it's the same thing, right? It's like personal co- comfort with risk. And then how you move yourself through mm-hmm. that yeah. or change yeah. it or grow through it or whatever. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, we should even talk about I'm, that. I like I'm that. being a little silly with you uh, on your trip. I, I think the reason I'm being silly with you is because I really trust your skill and I don't worry about it because I know you're so careful. But it is fun to give you a little bit of a hard time. <laughs> okay. All right. That that was my disclaimer. So yeah, yeah. So let's like, go, let let's me get, get to, to let, let me get to into the academic part of this okay. whole thing. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds riveting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone stopped listening. <laughs> so, when I think about risk, I think about like I I like to tease it apart into two separate things. Okay, is first the probability that something will happen. Okay. Right. Yeah. And the consequence of that thing happening. Oh, got it. Because I think it's interesting perspective if you can tease those apart. Because, yeah. um, like, for instance, if I'm climbing and I'm hanging a couple thousand feet off the side of a cliff, mm-hmm. the probability that something is going to happen is very low. Like, if you look at the statistics of it, yeah, it's very, very low because... Mm-hmm. Um, when you're climbing, everything you're doing is so purposeful, right? Mm-hmm. We're thinking so carefully about mm-hmm. every single movement, every single piece of protection. It's like very methodical. Mm-hmm. It's very slow. Safe. safe. Yeah. Think like it, as it's much safe. As it can be. Yeah. The, the probability is low. The consequence is very high. 
Yeah. If something goes wrong. If something goes wrong, it's like probably a, a fatal consequence, right? Mm -hmm. So Amber, don't listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, we talked about this last night. Okay. So I think she's, she'll be okay. I think she will too. <laughs> but so like for me, I'm okay engaging in these activities where the consequence is high. Mm-hmm. Right. Be because of. Because I think the probability is so incredibly low. Mm. Hmm. So there's a, a sliding scale then for you on both sides of this. I would. Yeah, I would say so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like one of those if, old fashioned w scales. Yeah. If the probability is going to go up, I don't want to take as much consequence. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For some people, they want to take very little, you know, like they want, like, I don't want hardly anything to ever go wrong. And I want the consequence to be very low if it does. Precisely. Right? Mm -hmm. But I'm just, my spectrum on that's just a little wider, apparently. Mm. So yeah. maybe that's the perception that other yeah. people have of risk is like, oh, JJ's willing to take a really high consequence on an activity if something were to go wrong. Yeah. And right? they and they lump the consequence in with the same kind with of probability. The probability. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to think yeah. about that. Actually, that. Um, so let's just play that out on the mental side then for just a moment. Like, mm -hmm. let's say we're not talking about rock climbing. Let's say we're talking about making a big business decision. Mm -hmm. Let's say, and we have to do something that we're, or we have to stand up for ourselves in mm. our job somehow, mm -hmm. or we want to ask for a raise, or we want to do something outside of our comfort zone that, that we feel is risky to participate yeah. in. Yep. I think what a lot of people do is they don't split it out like you are. They don't talk about the consequence and the probability or the probability and the consequence. I think what they do is they assume it's not going to work. Yeah. They assume there will be a, a very high probability that it won't come to fruition or that it will be scary. Mm -hmm. And that the consequence will, will, in addition, be insurmountable. And then they focus on those two things yeah. together. Or or they'll just focus on the probability that they won't be successful. Mm -hmm. And they won't really think about the consequence. This is what I see with my yes, team at work. Is yes, I'll, say like, yes. I'll say like, hey, we should go try this. Yeah. They're like, ooh, no, I don't think we should try that. <laughs> like, well, why? Yeah. Well, because it probably is not going to work. Well, Okay, yeah. if it doesn't work, what's the consequence? Well, we lost like whatever, yeah. some money or a couple weeks of right. effort. Yep. I don't oh, great. I don't care about that consequence. That's a nothing consequence. Like so don't block what could be mm. a really like innovative, interesting mm. uh thing at work because the probability that it's not gonna work is high. But yeah. the consequence is super low. So like let's go, let's try it. Well, herein lies being a commissioned salesperson your whole life. <laughs> this is it right here. <laughs> this is it right here. This is the havers versus the have-notters. <laughs> Probability you're going to get told no, uh, very high. Very Consequence, high. meh. <laughs> Unless you've got a big ego. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, there you you've go. You've got a big ego. So if your emotions and your ego are tied into the consequence of you taking a risk and it's a visual one, that's, mm. uh-huh. See, so sometimes the consequence might be low, 
but the visibility of it is high. And well, that is very embarrassing for a lot of people. Yeah. So then I would argue that the, the consequence for that person is high, right? They're mm. putting value on something and, and their oh, consequence is sure. too high. That's right? interesting. Yeah. But really, I think getting really thinking about what the actual consequence mm -hmm. of a failure is. Yeah. Is really important because I, my observation is like people don't spend enough time really getting perspective mm -hmm. of those consequences. No, I, I think you're right. I think like, again, in my experience, um, every time, every time something doesn't go well for me, um, and, and that whatever, that embarrassment, that financial failure, that business that didn't work, that mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever it might be, the other side of it is not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. You know, in my, in my conversations with my clients, well, there's something that I often do that's right in this space. And I, I guess I, I didn't even really, I didn't even really think about my feelings separating them out like this in this in this activity but the activity is this is i will say to somebody when they're having to make a tough decision that they feel is risky mm -hmm. i will say well you're worried about the what if like mm -hmm. you, you're just <clears throat> yeah really worried about the what if so um let's go there like let's just go to oh, that yeah. let's dive, go to yeah, it like dive into the fear so what right? will happen what will yeah. happen well um, I'll look stupid. I won't get that. I won't get the raise or they won't let me do what I want to do in the business or the board will think that I'm nuts, you know, or whatever. So it's like, okay, see, keep going. And then what happens? And yeah. then what happens? What happens because of that? And pretty yeah, soon it that gets technique, ridiculous. Right. That technique you're using, it's like, say, and then what? Like five times ask, and then what? Uh -huh. And then what? And then what? Right. Mm -hmm. If you dive in it, then you're right. It becomes completely absurd. Well, and, and, and uh, yes, and it, that sounds really judgmental that I, I said that too. So let's like, instead of, instead well, of I'm it, not, but it, I'm no. saying for myself, I'll do right. that to myself and right. I, I know how it unravels. And that's exactly right. But what happens is we don't, when we're telling ourselves a story and we aren't saying it out loud, we're just in our heads doing the racetrack. Mm -hmm. You can tell yourself some wildly crazy <laughs> stories and make them right. Yeah. Right. And then when you say something out loud to somebody, you're like, oh, that yeah, like, probably, oh, I'm the crazy person. <laughs> it's probably not actually going to happen like that. Right. Yeah, it's really true. But it is because yeah. people go to this crazy, they tell themselves these crazy stories about consequence. Mm -hmm. um, and very seldom are those real. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes like, uh, well, I actually like we have like an internal podcast at work mm -hmm. called Carousel Culture. And just last week, I recorded a podcast talking about failure, about how I want everybody to fail fast and fail often at the company. Right. That like yep. we embrace failure. Failure is a good thing. Lean mm -hmm. into it all. Do it fast, but do it fast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't fail slowly. That's where, the, that's where the hard part is in business. And don't celebrate that you actually took a risk and you were scared about it. So you want to talk about it all day long. Yeah. And right. then so, this happened and then, oh my gosh, this is what I learned and this is how I felt. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, it's okay um, to do that for a minute and then keep going. I just keep moving. Right. Hmm. Um, but culturally, 
there's some culture things around risk, right? You'll see groups of people. I mean, certainly there's some industries where like failure is not a real great option, right? Yes. Like yeah. if you're in commercial aviation or aviation at all, failures are like really not a great option, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're building a skyscraper and you mess it up, failure is not a real great option. So certainly I'm not advocating that everyone should just be like taking no. you know, uncalculated and, risks. Yeah, throwing yourself to the wind. But I think maybe everybody should look at themselves and and kind of examine where they are at in on that scale, right? Like, yeah. am am I being more conservative than I want to be? Yeah. Um, am I being more risky? Am I taking on more, like, you know, of this probability consequence than yeah. maybe I ought to be yeah. or want to be? Yeah. Um, you know, where is it for you? But just, like, examining it because uh, depending probably on, like, our circle of friends and family and coworkers, We might be edging one way or the other without really noticing. You know what? I'm going to say I think that 95% of the population errs on the side of caution every Mm. single time. There are millions of memes out there on all the social media platforms. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Wayne Gretzky. Okay. There's all sorts of those. And the reason that those exist and why they're so popular is because most people choose the path that is the safest and regret it later. Yeah. And I, and I think, so, so you're, you're asking this question, um, you know, just examine your own risk tolerance Mm -hmm. is a really, really good one. But I specifically like that question, um, with part two being this whole concept of all probability and consequence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you just explain it one more time? Okay. Yeah. So the probability that something bad is going to happen, um, so uh probability be like how how likely is something going to happen so here's an example is mm-hmm. uh let's pretend there's we're on a street and we're walking on the curb balancing mm-hmm. on it right yeah which is super fun to do like right. a balance beam totally so we're like walking on the curb balancing along the probability that we're going to fall off the curb because mm-hmm. we're not very um balanced you know graceful or balanced <laughs> is high Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to fall off the curb. Mm-hmm. The consequence of falling off that curb is very low. Like I'll just like step down yeah. and then continue on my way. Yeah. No harm. No, nothing bad. Right. Yep. So that's a high probability, low consequence situation. Mm-hmm. Sure. On the other side, um, again, uh, using like rock climbing as the example, um, the probability that something bad will happen is very low because it's all super calculated, mm-hmm. very methodical. But the consequence of something happens and you falling is really high. Yep. Like yep. you're probably not going to make it. Yep. So those are two examples of kind of like a physical activity. One's high probability, low consequence. One's low probability, high consequence. Yeah. Okay. And so in an emotional or mental state, when we're talking about the same thing. Yep. Okay. If you Asking are... for a raise yep. is a great example. Yep. Right? Yep. The probability that you go in t- and ask your boss for a raise and mm-hmm. you're going to get it immediately, that probability is probably low. Mm-hmm. Right? Like well, most, most supervisors would need like a whole process even. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, 
So you might not get your raise, right? right. The consequence of asking for a raise. Yeah. I, there's no consequence, hardly, hardly ever a consequence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, like you might be sad or your ego might get bruised a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But are you going to lose your job? Are you going to get fired? Is right. the whole world going to unravel? Probably not. Right. And, and, and also like even just looking at this from a different angle, let's say you're somebody who has a really hard time having critical conversations or sharing your feelings when they're not good. Mm -hmm. Like if you perceive that in a work setting or just in a relational setting where you sharing how you feel, if it's not good, are you talking about something that you desire? And you are somebody who doesn't do that very often because you perceive that as being really risky. If you can have that conversation and just try it, like just mm -hmm. try it, even write it out first or, yeah. you know, or whatever you need to do, you know, the probability of, um, of you being able to do that is very, very high. Like you can do that, right? It's not, mm -hmm. it's really not a terrible thing. It's actually a really, really good thing. What's the consequence if you do it and it doesn't go very well? You stumble yeah. or the other person doesn't know how to react to you or whatever. The, the, I think I feel like the most dangerous consequence you can come across, mm -hmm. especially emotionally, yeah. is unknown. Is an totally. unknown. It's like, oh, yeah. like the, what's the consequence? I don't know. I don't know how the other person's going to react. Right. I don't know how they're going to take this. That's yeah. the scariest one. Yep, exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. If I knew that I was going to have a hard conversation, the other person's just going to like lose their freaking mind and like scream and then they go through this whole cycle. Right. That's way easier for me to deal with yeah. than actually the unknown of like, I don't know how they're going to react. Yeah. And for people who are introverted, they oftentimes really don't know how someone else is going to mm -hmm. react because they're not intermingling with that person's emotions very much. They're only focusing on their own. <laughs> like me, 100% of the time. <laughs> so it's like, well, how are they going to react? Like order no something idea. through the drive-thru. I have no idea how this person is going to react. <laughs> I wanted extra pickles. Are they going to take that the wrong way? <laughs> A large Mountain Dew when I'm in my 50s. What are they going to think about me? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's a great conversation. I love it. I, and I think it's okay. a, it's a really, really good. Oh, did you, did you have something else you wanted to add? Well, I was just going to say, I was just going to share one other, mm. since we're, since Go we're talking it. about flying airplanes, we don't get to talk about flying airplanes that often. No, we don't. Um, I want to, I want to share one life, one lesson I learned from flying airplanes. Oh, got it. So, um, when, when I was a student pilot, um, my uh, my first flight with my instructor mm -hmm. right like i've been my 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 instructor by the way was also my buddy who i've been flying with for years so yeah. it was pretty casual <laughs> um, but the first time that i was at the controls the first time i was pilot in command of this airplane right we were um we taxied out to the runway we made our radio calls and we we're we we're stopped on the runway, looking down the, you know, 3,000 foot runway. And I pushed the power in and the, the engine started humming and we started rolling down the runway. And like, we took off, off the ground. And right there, I realized, oh crap, this thing only goes one direction. 
and that's forward. <laughs> right. right. So like, unlike a car where yeah. if things are going kind of like, ah, there's too much going on. You can like stop. Yep. Well, you can't up. stop. You can't stop an airplane. Yeah. Right. And, and you certainly can't go in reverse in an airplane. Right. It only has one direction and it's full speed ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a little like me. <laughs> and like you can't stop. Like there's no like yeah. there's no like and recall. There's no go recall. slower or give me more time or put a pause on this whole thing while I figure out what I'm what I'm doing, right? Yeah. Um so that like there, like frankly, that was like the scariest moment of my right. flying career. Wow. Was that realization that this thing only goes in one direction. But then I realized that it that that's life. Yeah. Like yep. life only goes one direction. <laughs> There is no pause or going backwards or yeah. any of that. We we try to kind of pause mm -hmm. it by yeah, like turning our brains off or and we do or try, try to go back. It. We do try to go back into we a number of try things. Try to, but mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Never, because we're only always going forward. <laughs> yeah. So, the the lesson for me was I I learned like wait, I just got I just have to lean into going forward all the time. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it feels exhausting, right? Right. Yes. Sometimes I don't scary want to. And risky. Sometimes it's scary. Mm -hmm. But the only option in flying airplanes and in life is to constantly go forward, mm -hmm. yep. because that forward movement is life. Right. And 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 even if you think that you can go back and redo something, there's always something that's different already. Yeah. You can't. Yep. It's really good. One direction. All right. Sweet. Well, this is a fun conversation. I am going to go on my merry way and do all my <laughs> low risk activities. And uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.